Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 630 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Back everybody, it's 105 at Edmonton. Second hour of Oilers now. Bob Stoffer with you. Coming up in this hour, uh, the back half of the hour, he's just on a conference call right now. Uh, Edmonton Oilers president, general manager, Ken Holland. So probably 135-ish uh, when we get to Ken. But as promised, uh, today, the two-year anniversary of the Humboldt bus tragedy. That claimed the lives of 16 people and to talk about that as we go straight off into our river creek resort and casino hotline here on orders now which is brought to you by our title sponsor digitex we welcome to the show a member of the york lions hockey club the, i can remember when they used to be called the yeoman back in the day and a goaltender named mark applewaite that stung my beloved alberta alberta golden bears And uh, anyhow, uh, from the York Lions, we welcome to the show Caleb Dahlgren. How are you doing, Caleb? Doing good. Thank you very much for having me on here. It's honestly really excited to be on here. Well, that's, uh, you know, you're an amazing guy. I mean, uh, everybody deals with things differently. Uh, you have tried to make things. I've done a lot of reading, obviously, over the weekend, uh, knowing that we had you lined up for the show. Uh, it's it's been an incredible journey. All of the uh, survivors have been on. Uh, t- t- I guess the first question I have for you, Caleb, is today's the, the, the two year anniversary. You know, yeah. is this a, a hard day for you? A challenging day for you? What, what what goes through your mind on a day like today? Yeah, well, it's definitely never an easy day. That's for sure. Um, for me, it's a good day though, just to remember everyone. I think that's the big thing for me is just celebrating their life. I had an amazing time knowing all those individuals, especially the 29 on the bus. And today is a day for me to reflect and celebrate the amazing lives that they have. I had the 16 that are here and then the 13 that are still here and carving their own path and celebrate what they're doing right now and what all they have been able to achieve since the accident. So I think it's a day of just reflection and uh, celebrating the lives that are here. And so, yeah, it's 
Honestly, it's a good day for me to reflect and show my love and support to them. You, uh, you know, you were. How long did, in terms of the injuries that you dealt with, how much time? Uh, and given what we're dealing right now with COVID nineteen and the pandemic, obviously we have a greater appreciation for just how important the medical community is and all the first responders and the people that support the various different levels and the hospitals and that sort of things. You, as you mentioned, you were one of the lucky ones. You survived. How much time did you spend? And I know you had a pre-existing condition as well, uh, similar to what Bobby Clark had with yep. diabetes. But uh, how, long, how much time, Caleb, did you spend in the hospital? I was in the hospital for 21 days. Um, and for some people that sounds like a lot, but for other people that's really short. There's, I'm grateful that I was able to recover as fast as I did. And uh, with the extent of my injuries, I'm definitely lucky. I had a fractured skull, a puncture in my skull, a decalove in my uh, head. So like the whole side was a road rash, um, a brain injury, broken neck, broken back, blood clot in my ear and in my arm, um, and just some ligament damage in my neck as well. So. To be out of the hospital in that short of a span is uh, pretty much classified as a miracle, and that's what I've been called this whole time. So I'm just going to take it for what it is and be thankful for everything that I have. And uh, definitely keeps you uh, motivated to do more. It, I find it amazing that you've been able to even practice at a youth sports level here and spend some time with York's program over the last couple of years. Uh, after suffering a, a broken neck, I mean the, the the rehab is it is it continuous and ongoing, or was it a you know sort of a one year process to get you back up to the point where you could you know really get after it and skate again? How long did the rehab process take for you, Caleb? Uh, well, my first skate back on the ice was June first, uh, twenty eighteen. So just a couple months after the accident, I got back on the ice. Wow! And uh, I was even cleared to drive. To be honest, I. Uh, I got my dad to drive me to the rink. My uh, physio that I was dealing with, Ted Tilbury, he said that, you know what, go out there and just go for a skate. He said, that'll probably be the best healing that you could ever have. And he was right, it was. And so that was uh, really kind of the point where I was super, super excited that I was able to get back on ice and actually skate. But it wasn't just me out there. There was those 16 that aren't here today that were with me too. So it was a really special moment. And... Uh, it really that was really what kind of curved my path of healing i think that was where i was even more motivated to get back into everything and so uh before that i was doing physio for three hours a day every day uh just to get back into shape so once i got out of the hospital i would do three hours of physio every day um and that would either include me going to the clinic and then coming home and doing exercises on my own as well and so it was really intensive for the first little bit and then um, I say when I skid uh, with New York was when I first went to camp in September and I was able to compete and keep up with them and I had a summer of not working out at all. I didn't lift a weight all summer and I went there and I was able to keep up and played at that level and lots of people were amazed. I was even amazed at myself too because you don't know what to expect going into it and especially when you're going up to a new level, you know it's U sports so you're in a junior A league and now you're going to U sports, completely different level. And the guys are much older, they're stronger, they're faster. You have guys that were CHL players for five years that put up 80 points that you're playing with. So, like, it's completely different. And so, for me, it was really good just to see. And it was honestly 
uh, really humbling for me to actually be able to keep up with them. And so uh, I was really excited. And so I've been able to practice with them ever since. Uh, it's a year-long process, I'd say, for the whole of the healing. Uh, it took me all last year for my neck and my uh, back to fully feel good. And uh, I was able to come into camp this year, lifting lots of weight and being able to participate in the um, fitness testing portion of it. So that was really nice. And, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a long process. I'm still healing from my brain. And that's the only thing that's really limiting me from playing right now is my brain injury. So I'm taking strides with that and hoping for the best coming up here. We're joined by Caleb Dahlgren, who was one of the survivors of the Humboldt uh, bus tragedy. Caleb, you talked about sort of the physical battle. Uh, I have a friend, Ian Herbers, who's the head coach at the University of Alberta, and he was on the Swift Current uh, bus back in in, in, in the, the mid to late 1980s. They did not uh, get any sort of mental health support at that time. Yep. Obviously, times mm-hmm. have changed a bit, and there was an extenuating circumstance why maybe some people in Swift Current weren't pushing for that to occur 30-some years ago. I would have to think that there's been some psychologists and some people in the mental health uh, industry that have, that have helped you in your journey as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Like uh, They've all been super supportive. We've had tons of support uh, given to us, which I think is really beneficial because a lot of people try to hold mental health to the side or put it to the side and focus more on physical. But I think it's, you have to be all whole uh, as a person, you can't just have physical and not mental or just mental and not physical. So I think that healthiness is having all of them aligned. And so I've been grateful enough to have the support in my life to clean the point where I'm at and to continue on to continue to be a healthy person in general. Uh, everybody grieves differently in these situations, and I, you know, and, and no, you know, anybody that's a parent, the fir- you know, the first thing that crosses their, you know, their mind is, oh my God, what an incredibly horrific situation, and that is the case. Um, but have you stayed in contact uh, with some of the the parents of some of your your teammates that did pass away over the course yes. of the last couple of years? Yeah, yeah, I have. I've uh, kept in contact with. Majority, I like to send messages into the parents' group chat um, just so that they all can kind of understand where I'm at or my feelings or whatever the topic may be. But, uh, yeah, it was. I try to keep in contact with all of them. It's never easy when you're in Toronto and you got school and they have their own life as well. And uh, I'm volunteering and playing hockey, student athlete. It's just there's a lot going on. But I literally try to keep in contact with everyone. And everyone's been amazing, too. It's really quite unbelievable just how amazing of a group it was and kudos to Darcy for getting players that showed character and respect because the families do that too and so for me it's really nice to have those relationships I keep really close contact with my uh, roommate who passed away Stephen Wack, his family just because I was literally living with him and we were best buds and uh, they, I see them all the time. So for me, I keep really close contact with them. And uh, Logan Boulay is another one, too, his family. Um, Logan would always be over as well. We live down the street from each other. And so his family I also kept in contact with quite a bit as well. But I honestly, I talked a lot. So I could go down the list and name about 10 more right off the bat of my head. But uh, Cross family as well went to York, um, following Mark Cross's footsteps. So there's a tons of families. Like I said, I can go down the list. And so... What I want to do is just try to keep in contact with them and maintain a relationship because we're both going through this together and it's a give and take. So I want to give them as much as I can and I want to get as much as I can from them as well. So 
I think we have a great relationship with the families, and I'm very thankful that I still am able to chat with them and have them in my life. We are joined by a survivor of the Humboldt uh, bus tragedy, Caleb Dahlgren. It is the second anniversary of that accident. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers now. Uh, and I know at various different times over the course of the last couple of seasons, uh, you know, and obviously my role as a color guy for the Oilers, uh, you know, we, we get uh, some of the survivors visiting and uh, it's it, it, down in the dressing rooms and you, you, you see, you know, it's, it's amazing. Uh, because it is a two-way street, and it, it almost like like to me as much as it. Do you get the sense sometimes? I know you surely you've met some NHL players along the way, and and uh, it's it's like they're they're way more amazed by what you've been able to. I would assume what you've been able to accomplish and, and get through and battle through, and the empathy that they show. Uh, it's more of a thrill for them in many respects, I think, at times than it is for you to meet some of these guys. Is that a is that a fair assessment? Yes, I know for sure. Like uh, when I met like Joe Sackey and Haley Wickenheiser, those were people I idolized as a kid, and so that was like a bit different. But even like me and Connor McDavid, uh, the Oilers prodigy, McJesus, um, he's the same age as me. So like it was more of like a how's it going kind of friendship more than like holy it's Connor McDavid. He's what I think personally is the best player in the world personally. Um, but uh, it's it's really cool to have those relationships too, where it's not all like stardom and all that. It's more just like, hey, like they're a person too. Like those people are people. They're individuals. They have beliefs. They have their own values. And yes, they're amazing at their sport, and it's awesome. But yeah, it's like you're right. It's a give and take for both. And so it's awesome that I'm able to inspire them, and they inspire me too with the way that they carry themselves on and off ice. So, like I said, it, it's honestly it's great to have that experience of meeting them, and I'm very thankful for the opportunities I have been given through the NHL and other NHL teams. And as our listeners know, Joe was on that uh, bus accident, Swift Current as well. All right, uh, how did like I know you, you you've been skating with York. Um, Phaser is there right now, uh, yep. and he's his, he's a Red Deer kid. I, his his older brother was a tremendous junior for the Tri Cities Americans. His dad Myron played for Perry Pern at Nate a number of years ago. Uh, works in the banking industry for ATB down in uh, down in uh, Central Alberta. Uh, how, how did you find the academic side of things? I mean, you, you, you went, you suffered a significant brain injury. How, I mean, you're, you're, here you are, you're trying to, you know, sort of deal with things from a psychological perspective, a mental health perspective, plus, uh, you know, a, a physical perspective. There's, you still got to go to school. And, yep. uh, you know, I, I was in university for uh, eight years. Most guys that are in university that long are called doctor. I did about two years' worth of uh, undergrad. So I found it challenging. How did, how did you find the school end from your end? Uh, as of right now, I've actually been very grateful and lucky that my brain injury hasn't inhibited me in any way in my academics. Um, going into it, I was a very, I'd say, well, uh, well-established student. I was a student um, at Notre Dame before I went to Humboldt. I took courses, and I won uh, both years uh, team academic, a top academic award. So I was smart before going into the university as a full-time student. And I'm lucky enough that uh, I was still able to continue on and have no deficits. I still um, I have experienced a slower amount of reading, and so I have a reader that reads the text to me from my books and my computer. 
which is really, really grateful. I'm grateful for that. It helps tremendous amount. So for sure that's helped me uh, with this process. But uh, I've been able to get through it. And York honestly has, if not the best, one of the best in the country of support for student-athlete first years. Uh, they have a program called PAUSE. And it's a peer mentoring program, and so you go weekly, and it's a tutor pretty much. And then they also have uh, tutor sessions for certain courses that are a little bit harder for students. And so I've been, they and they pay for all the tutoring and all the support they pay for. So you really have no chance of failing. They're there to support you and help you. And if you have any issues, you can just talk to them, and they'll help you out or guide you in the right direction or even sit down with you and be like, hey, this is what we need to do. So, Caleb, me, uh, obviously, so, sorry about that, Caleb. I was just going to say, obviously, you've got a great support network as well with your family. Is that correct? Oh, for sure. And my family has been huge support, especially when they're trying to tell me uh, when you have your kid go through an accident like that and a huge tragedy, and then you send them to Toronto three or four, eight, four months later. It's definitely not easy for them. And, uh, they were my number one supporters throughout all this, and they've helped me to become the man I am today. So I thank them graciously. I think there's a lot of people really interested, Caleb, in you. Is there a way people can follow you or get a part of anything, uh, any initiatives that you're a part of right now? Maybe you can send a message out, and we can retweet it through our, uh, our Twitter account here for the show. Awesome, yeah. Yeah, my uh, Instagram account is Kale Dahlgren. My Twitter account is Kale Dahlgren, and my Facebook is Kale Dahlgren. Super basic, but uh, it's K-A-L-E-B-D-A-H-L-G-R-E-N. We appreciate your time, Caleb. You've uh, you've done a remarkable job handling this situation. It's uh, I think it's quite enlightening to a lot of people listening right now. Thank you for taking time uh, to join us here on Oilers Now. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Take care and all the best to you guys. There you go. That is Caleb Dahlgren. He is a surviving member of the Humboldt Broncos bus tragedy, which occurred two years ago today. It is 122 in Edmonton. We'll step out again. Ken Holland coming up just after. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to do's, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We're hoping for just after 1.30 after a global news weather traffic update. We'll get to a couple texts right now here in Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. It's 124 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer and Brendan Escott with you. We just had Caleb Dahlgren, one of the survivors of the Humboldt bus tragedy that occurred when a, uh, I guess, a truck trailer unit careened into the Humboldt Broncos uh, bus. And uh, I got to tell you, Brendan, uh, Caleb is... He's got it together. I mean, there. I, I, I don't even really know what to say after doing an interview with a, a guy who is, you know, that incredibly positive and has that kind of outlook on life, given what you know he went through and uh, losing, you know, sixteen people that he he loved and cared about, and uh, coming out a lot and trying to, you know, put the pieces back together. And it's, uh, it, it was it, frankly, it was. 
a unique interview just in terms of the, the positive energy that he carried throughout the the, the entire uh, interview. I was going to echo that sentiment. And one thing that you often say is is it's um, it, it, it just puts it into perspective, right? And it's all about having a positive perspective. And if, if you look at what he's gone through at, at the age that he's gone through so much of that, um, I can only imagine the jobs that his parent did or parents have done, you know, raising such a well-spoken and thoughtful young individual. But watching him navigate this adversity and still be able to, you know, carry himself the way that he does, that's damn impressive in my books. Yeah, Mark in St. Albert has texted the show on our Ashley Fine Flowers text line. Bob, that was a great interview. One of the reasons why I love this show. Uh, you were compassionate and asked caring questions. Humbled, strong. My heart goes out to the survivors and the families of those lost from Mark in St. Albert. And, uh, yeah, it's just, again, I've, I've talked a, a bit about, uh, you know, with uh, one of the survivors of the, the Swift Current bus accident, what occurred there as well. And it's just... Uh, it's tragic, and it uh, just kind of, and it frustrates you a little. Uh, certainly, in, in the case with with Humboldt, as to the genesis of why the accident happened and why it didn't need to happen, but that's a different conversation for a different day. And I don't think there's any question that uh, Caleb Dahlgren just showed in the course of that interview that uh, you can deal with things and find a way to get a, to a better place coming off a tragedy as well, which. Uh, man, it was that was a pretty unique situation. Again, uh, we're a little bit at the mercy of a conference call today with uh, Edmonton Oilers general manager Ken Holland, and I don't know if it's a weekly sort of update situation. They tend to do the interviews on, uh, or not the interviews, but the conference calls on Mondays for the league executive. So we're hoping to have Ken at around one thirty-five. I don't actually know how much he can say uh, as to where we're at. I mean, the, the organization has to continue to plan moving forward and. And we don't know whether or not, uh, given the coronavirus right now, if we're even going to end up having a resolution to, to this season. But business, uh, in terms of the hockey side, will go on. And uh, I don't know if there's going to be any clarity. I do know that there's a meeting for the NHLPA tomorrow, big one. Hey, and we are going to have Rich Winter uh, on the show. If I may jump in here, Bob, we've got the big guy calling in right now. So maybe we should throw it and uh, <laughs> get back to it after the news break. All right, uh, there we go. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.